This My Thoughts Monday is brought to you by Kinetic Performance, the makers of the Rolls-Royce of barbell monitoring technology, the GymAware. Guys, in-season training, we rock the GymAware all the time for quite a few reasons. The first, of course, is just that, the ding. Every time the athlete hears that, they know that they're hitting exactly what we need from them at that moment. And when they don't hear it, it brings out that extra little bit of competitiveness within themselves. On top of that, that awesome ding ends out bringing together the athletes as well, pushing each other and getting each other to be able to hit numbers that they probably wouldn't hit at that portion of the year. And finally, of course, that ding helps us monitor, manipulate, and keep track of volumes and intensities so we can best dose our athletes during the season at the right time with the right amount. Guys, hop over to kinetic.com.au and check out what Evan and the team down there have because this is absolutely a sensational product that's changed the way that we've trained our athletes. This edition of My Thoughts Monday is brought to you by Valve Performance, the team behind the Nordboard, Force Decks, the Groin Bar, and Human Track. Guys, the most important ability for all of our athletes is availability, and that's the absolute goal of Valve Performance, is to provide solutions to performance professionals so that we can get the right information to make the right decision at the right time for the betterment of the athletes that we get to work with. To do this, guys, they have a wide range of validated products that focus on usability and having been founded by the School of Exercise and Nutrition Sciences at the Queensland University of Technology, they're extremely evidence-based and they're beyond transparent. I can tell you that our time using the Nordboard and being involved with Forstex we have been introduced to so many amazing people that have truly helped us become better coaches, have a better understanding, not just of the technology, but also what we're doing with our athletes. So make sure you hop over to valperformance.com today to make sure you check out what they got. It's going to make you better and to do better by your athletes. Hey, everybody. If you enjoy the podcast and the content that it provides, make sure you hop over and check out the all-new Strength Coach Network. The Strength Coach Network is the combination of the CVA SPS community and the Rugby Strength Coach community, bringing you what is sure to be the Internet's leading resource for continuing education for strength and conditioning professionals. Combining these two resources has allowed us to bring some of the best content from some of the best minds in the world together for your one-stop shop to better improve the continuing education for not just yourself, but your entire staff. Bringing together all of the lectures from the Rugby Strength Coach community, along with the lectures exclusively done for the Central Virginia Sport Performance community, and all the lectures performed at the Central Virginia Sport Performance Seminar, make this an absolute must for performance coaches around the world. The world-class lectures at the Strength Coach Network are not all that you'll see as well. The discussion in the forums and the support and the career guidance from some of the top practitioners in the world, from people all over the world, makes this an absolute must and a great place for you to network, learn, and grow as a performance professional. So hop on over to strengthcoachnetwork.com and use the code CVASPS, that's C-V-A-S-P-S, to get your 48-hour trial for only a dollar. We're sure you're going to find great value in the Strength Coach Network and are really excited to have you involved. So hop on over to strengthcoachnetwork.com and use the code CVASPS to check it out today. Hey, what's happening, everybody? This is Jay DeMeo coming at you with this week's edition of My Thoughts Monday. And today, kind of as, as the revolving theme of these have gone, I'd like to talk a little bit about 
some things that we've been talking about here uh, when it comes to how we are monitoring and looking to take better care and provide better services for the student athletes that we have the pleasure of working with. Um, really over the, the recent past, in the last five to 10 years, the use and ability of coaches to implement subjective wellness questionnaires has really gone through the roof. You know, people getting a better understanding of how to utilize such great tools as Excel and Google uh, Sheets, and then some great athlete management systems that are out there to allow us to implement questionnaires and look at RPEs and collect all this data through applications on their phone. Um, also can be done, obviously, with Google Sheets through your phone. But, you know, we, we run into something with these, and I think that this may actually be more common of an occurrence than we would uh, hope for because it, it's really something that um, that throws the whole thing for a loop. And that is providing any input or insight or opinion to what their subjective questionnaire answers are. So when you're talking about anything subjective, whether it be looking at RPE, so you can calculate something like training load or you know look at monotony versus strain curves or look at it as a... Um, chronic to acute to chronic workloads, you know, things like that. Or when you're talking about wellness questionnaires um, and talking and giving input, insight, or feedback to dictate how the athletes are uh, providing the information or how they are scoring the information. The reason this is bad is because it's subjective. These individuals need to be able to tell you what exactly they're feeling and especially when you're talking about these things that are uh, psychological or subjective as in like the, it's their opinion or how they feel or that's that and the third when it comes to those things, you, you have to stay out of the way and allow them to tell you what's going on so that you can normalize the data, right? So that you can then say, you know, for our five question readiness wellness questionnaire, Jay DeMeo is a 33344. And then, you know, you average those out and then you look at changes through a standard deviation or whatever. Like, I go through all of that stuff, you know, in the newsletter sign up. So it's not something I want to get into here, but that's how that works, right? We, we all agree on that, right? Like, that you need to look at each person as the N of one and determine where their things flow in and out of normality so that you can then lead to better discussions or better understanding. This is why when we were using uh, the Coach Me Plus app for our questionnaire, we had uh, the person, you know, the person that's standing there and you could touch where you're sore and grade it. But we had one kid on the team who his favorite color must have been red because his entire human figure at one point or another was some form of the color red, which basically is like, you're broke, literally. Not figuratively, like, oh man, I'm broke. That workout was hard. No, like... Dude should have been like wheelchair, full body cast, broke. And it's like, dog, like, I get what you're saying. Like, you're sore and stuff. And, you know, talk about how they handled soreness, this, that, and the other thing on another day. But when you look at that, and we look at how these kids were answering it, particularly this one student athlete and another one who ended up just never putting anything because he didn't want to get held out of stuff, 
we removed that because they weren't able to actually interpret the data properly or interpret what we wanted them to communicate to us properly um, so we could better them. So when coaches then go to athletes and say, geez, that workout should have been an eight. You're not trying hard enough. Well, then you've now thrown the whole thing for a loop, right? When you sit here and you say, you know, you're not sore. You should be sore. You're not working hard enough. And then the athletes now all of a sudden are scoring that they are sore. Are they giving you the truth? Chances are they're not. So when you start to impact the decisions and the directions that they're making, giving you this information, the information is no longer useful. And we've seen this all too often. And that's when you need to really pull the plug on this. Because if you're programming them what to say, then you're not getting anything out of this. Now, what could be better to do is to have the coaches score the workout or the practice or whatever it is and then compare it to the athletes and then have a sit down with the coach and say, you thought it should have been this hard. They thought it was that hard. So that means you can either do more to get them at that point or you need to kind of take a step back and reorganize and reevaluate where you see these things fitting because obviously there is some disconnect between where you feel the work is and where the student athlete feels the work is. But to sit there and go and tell the athletes, that workout was an eight, that's trash because it wasn't. And now what you've done is you've taken the entire program and the whole idea of monitoring soreness or wellness or readiness or workload and you've thrown it out the window for really your own agenda or maybe even your own ego because you think what you're telling them to do is harder than what it really is or they don't think it's as hard as you think it is and you need to push them a little more or you need to reevaluate how hard you are pushing them. Meaning this, maybe that's the hardest you think that they should work. That's an eight. So that when they come back and you think your easy practice is now a seven, well, that's not much less. That little baby step isn't going from hard, high to low, isn't going from intensive to, to easy, is it? A seven to an eight, right? So there's that. We need to make sure that we're not forcing these square pegs into round holes to tell these kids, you need to do this a specific way and answer these with specific numbers that I want to hear or else you're not doing it right. Because then it's not subjective. You're not getting data that's going to help you. And really, you're just wasting your time. And I bring this up because I've heard this throughout our discussions here, and I've heard this with discussions with other coaches around the country and around the world, that the impact of coaches looking at these is less about what the athletes are providing information-wise and more about them wanting to see it's hard, they're sore, blah, blah, blah. Who cares? Take a step back and figure out what they actually are. So us as coaches, what we need to do is provide a better education system to them. So providing better ways of showing what a 1 through 10 is or a 1 through 5 is or whatever your scoring range is, 1 through 4, anything. Provide a better ability to provide what those answers are, those numbers mean, and what you're showing and what you're hoping to, to have the kids understand with. Two, you have to have the coaches be better understanding as to the information that you're trying to provide for them or... Keep the information and just have it provided to you. 
because we still, as strength and conditioning coaches, monitoring, evaluating, and changing what we do can put out a lot of fires if practices are going a little more or a little less or this, that, and the third to take care of the athletes and make sure they're in better health as well. Teach, 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 right? So, at the end of the day, take a step back, let the data normalize, figure out what you're getting, and then start sharing and having discussions. As always, guys, truly grateful for everything you do for us here at Central Virginia Sport Performance. We'll be back next week with another My Thoughts Monday. I'll see you then.